think it's working out. Great. How yes. we? How do we sound? Mildly alive. Um, <laughs> very, very mildly. Very mildly alive. Um, yeah, this is the small me angsty. Welcome. Yeah. Great fake enthusiasm, Sarah. <laughs> Super proud of you. Thanks. Um, I'm, I'm an actor. I, I'm an actor. I'm Sam. I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> sick of myself. <laughs> oh, babe, I'm not sick of you. And we've spent like most of the day together today, so this will be uh, an interesting. I why do ever we start recording and I pick up something like noisy to fidget with. I'm like, here's some keys. Do you like this? <laughs> Everybody likes the noise, God right? Damn it. I hate you're sick of yourself. Everyone else is sick of me. Uh, um we're uh trust me. <laughs> they're all sick of me too. <laughs> they're not, they're not. It's all a lie. Today, Sarah, I said something about wanting people to come to my birthday, and Sarah goes, yeah, well, Sam, people actually like you. <laughs> but she said it, like, it was, like, the nicest thing anyone's ever said. It was very sincere. But she said it with such disgust. <laughs> it was great. Well, because she's like, I don't know what I'm doing for my birthday. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, nobody wants to do anything. And I go, Sam, and I go, stop. Stop what you're doing. Look at me. Look at me. She's like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. And I go, people actually really like you. <laughs> and I was like... Oh. Oh, thanks. I'm really uncomfortable now. I turned really red, and I just did again just now. Um, So we're starting our episode with, like, baby shots of tequila. Oh, yeah. Um, So cheers to fucking life up real bad. Yeah, um, I'm not in a good place right now, pod pod listeners. And drink. Wow, Sarah, take it like a champ. You can do you it. You know I can only do a baby shot. I that was that was literally half a shot. I know you only I can do. You, I do. I split my shots up into like thirds. You know they go down a lot smoother if you just take the whole thing. They don't. Someone make a lesbian joke right now, and how this is like the order that this is happening in this podcast. I don't understand. Anyway, so anyway, things are terrible. Sarah's in a dark place today, but. It happens. Um, sometimes life gets real, and sometimes life is hard, and yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I drove to Monrovia <laughs> to help her out today. Sam is actually the um, <laughs> savior of all. I'm having a great day. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, I, I, you know what? I am having a good day. You are having a good day. You just feel shitty. Despite, yes, yes. I feel, I feel this existential, existential. That's a word. (laughs) I feel this existential fucking shit on my soul. Totally get it. On my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm having a fun time. Okay. How does that just, no, not to like pick on you, but in terms of helping other people, because mm-hmm. sometimes we try to do that on this podcast. Fingers crossed. Uh, there is something stuck in my sock that is like a wood chip. Do you see this? I do. What is going on? Um, we all know how Sam feels about our socks. God, it's for, what's a real issue? These are like a newer one. This, this is a newer pair too. Um, how are you feeling about that juxtaposition? And how are you reconciling that? <laughs> what is on you? Oh, it's probably the, yeah, I got it. <laughs> the paint from the shot glass came off onto Sarah's hand, and it was very confusing. I was like, what is this? Okay. This is um, going really well. <laughs> yeah, great episode. Um, what was your question? <laughs> Fuck my life. So how does, like, the juxtaposition of, like, you feel shitty, but you're having a good day, like, what's that like? Um, who, I don't know. I feel like I have the ability, um, and the power to, um, this sounds really bad. I'm really good at burying my feelings and, like, um, kind of, I guess, compartmentalizing. Okay. So, I think when it comes to, like, this kind of situation, I'm able to say, like, I'm having fun in this moment, Sure. While knowing that there is something really terrible happening, like, hanging over my head. Okay. Um, it's not healthy at all. Why is it not, like, okay, well, like, why is that not healthy? Um, because I think that you should fucking deal with your shit and, like, deal with your problems, and that's not what I want to or like to do. Well, I think, well, that's fair. I mean, I think not dealing with your problems is not healthy, but I think 
the ability to compartmentalize isn't not isn't unhealthy. Mm. I think as long as you eventually stop and go back to your shit, I think it's good to like be able to have a good time, but you shouldn't never go back to. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think that it's like it's like me and my taxes. Like I shouldn't never do my taxes, but I also shouldn't spend every day worrying about doing my taxes until you do your taxes. Right. Like I just should. I should act. I have to do them eventually. Yeah. Well, it's like, and I think that I know that. It's like, I know that I have to eventually deal with... By the way, I did do my taxes. It's now past tax day. They got done. Like, we're good. (laughs) Like, I know that I eventually have to deal with what's happening. Yeah. Um, And, I don't know. I think that I fall into this trap, kind of, where I'm like, I'm going to not deal with things, and then I'm going to go do this other thing, and, like, do this, this, and this, and then it makes the thing that I have to deal with even worse. Yeah, you're just kind of, like grows in size and in your absence from it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And because the things that I'm doing to deal with it might not be might the best be perpetuating thing to, yes. the issue and making the issue worse. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um I don't know. I think that that's something that I've struggled with for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um because nobody likes conflict. I hate conflict. And not me love me some conflict. It really keeps life interesting. Love con- love all that conflict. Um but I think that, like, in 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 that way, I know that I'm, like, very immature, and, like, I just, I don't deal with things well, <laughs> I guess, is, like, what I'm trying to get at. What would dealing with something well look like, though? Like, what, what's your idea of, like, like what do you, because that's a, like, yeah, that's comparative, so what do you... I guess, I guess just dealing with issues head on, mm-hmm. um, and, like, addressing them as they come up, mm-hmm. um, which is, like you know, my intention and what I want for myself and for my life, but mm-hmm. it's just not what I do. Right. Um, so, like, stopping that pattern is yeah hard. So, I think that, like, for, like a person that deals with things well, I guess, to me looks like somebody who addresses it immediately, discusses it with, you know, whatever parties happen to be, to be involved, and then coming to some sort of conclusion mm-hmm. um, and, like, some sort of... Yeah, I mean, finality. I agree, but I also think, like, you can afford to be a little compassionate with yourself, because I think, like, sure, like, it's great to deal with everything head-on and be super, like, direct with it, but that also implies that there's a certain level of, like, understanding or, like, reaching a certain kind of, like, emotional conclusion to a situation that, like, Mm -hmm. you don't have right now, and that, like, not everybody is going to have immediately, so, like... Yeah. There is an element of, like, okay, like, yeah, deal with your issues, for sure. Absolutely deal with your issues, but you also need to have time and space to, like, have a plan of action and, like, understand where you're at in order to, in, in order to handle them in, like, a responsible way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that I deal, I, I retreat from the sure. issue, and yeah. so I, I go into... I find outlets in things that are really unhealthy and, like... Yeah, like, self-destructive. Yeah, self-destructive, yeah. exactly. Yeah, for sure. And, like, things that, like... Well, I think a lot of people can relate to that, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, like, I hate... You, like, make your life harder than it has to be. Yes, exactly. For the momentary... For the time being. Yeah, for the momentary gratification of having it feel a little easier for a minute. Right. Yeah. And it's, like, I just... I feel like... I used to do this all the time, and, like, this kind of stuff, and, like, I just... Well, I think it's hard when you see yourself doing something, you're like, I totally know what I'm doing right now, because you have reached that point, and, like, emotionally... I'm so self-aware. Right, yeah, you, like, you reach that that point where you're like, I'm emotionally aware of exactly what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, the point that it's serving... Yes. Yet I can't fucking stop myself from this horrible self-destructive behavior, even though I know it's making the problem worse, but, like, the problem... But goddamn right now it feels good. Well, and honestly, like, in that moment, like, the problem just builds up so much for yourself that you're like, I understand why this is happening, but I don't feel emotionally prepared in this moment because of all the shit that's happening to break this negative cycle of Mm self-destructive behavior. I mean, I deal with this, I mean, I'm sure other people deal with this, like, regularly. I deal with this regularly. Um, I think I'm probably pretty good at seeming like I have my shit together for the most part. And that's the thing, too. It's like, I'm, I'm really good at seeming like I have my shit together until, like... You know, it's like these little shifts happen or whatever, and then all of a sudden I'm falling back into the person that I was in high school and college, and like, and it's like, yeah. it well because not that of, it's emotionally like, it feels like that, yeah, and not that it's like necessarily a bad thing, you know what I mean? It's like it's I'm not 
it could be so much worse, right? Yeah. But it's like, I just don't, I don't like to deal with my problems this way. And there's so many times where I'm just like, why am I fucking like this? But is there a time where you felt like you've dealt with your problems in like a better way and it's like worked out differently? Um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. (laughs) Like, I mean, yeah, of course. But it's like, I just, there's certain things, and I don't know what it is. It's like something that triggers me or like, for whatever reason, but like there is, or there are certain I things mean, that I know, make like, me act yeah. like this. And like, I mean, I know, do this. I, right, sure. And I know for me, I mean, and I have like a different set of like self destructive behaviors than you do, but I know for me, like the things that I do when I feel inclined to do something that is like self destructive or self sabotaging, it is that thing where it's mostly just seven steps backwards, but like in that moment, it feels like a way out of the moment that I'm in. Well, and it feels right. In that moment. Right, because you're like, I know that this solves this right now. Yeah. And I, and I feel more equipped to deal with the fallout and feeling shitty about my self-destructive behavior than I do about whatever the situation is that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Because I have more experience dealing with the fallout from my self-destructive behavior yes. than I do from the experience that I'm in. I'm like, I know that, like, because of this, this will happen. Sure. Because I'm doing there's this almost, shitty thing, And there's this almost, like, happen. a weird, like, gratification that of, like... Yeah, this is terrible. I hate the way I feel doing this, but, like, there's a weird gratification in knowing what the outcome is going to be because you know, and at least you know, and if you know, then you've got some control over it, and that's a little secure. And it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, within the chaos comes, like, clarity. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) I mean, you know, you would hope, but it's like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it definitely is, I mean, that's, it's definitely a thing, but anyway. That's, uh, that's why I ask. Yeah, so, um, that's where I am. And I think a lot of people have been there, and you're trying to deal with it as best as you can. I mean, I'm, like, really trying. I mean, it's, like, fucking, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't, I don't know how to I think you're beating yourself up a lot, and, like, I've, I've, like, spent Because I feel like I deserve it. Right, you're punishing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I feel shitty, and I feel like I deserve to feel shitty. Yeah. I and think I don't a lot know of how people to, can relate to that, too. Yeah. I don't know how to, like... Because then you feel guilty for not feeling shitty, and you have those moments where you're like, well, like, now I don't feel shitty, and now I feel like it's wrong that I don't feel shitty. Right. Well, like, it's, it's, like just, because... it's just shit we tell ourselves. It's not actually true. Yeah. But you're having an easier time, like, justifying feeling shitty than you are not feeling shitty. Well, because it's like, if I'm, you know, if I'm having fun, or if I'm in a good mood, or I'm, you know, doing whatever, and then I'm like oh, but I'm supposed to feel shitty about this, then I feel worse, because I'm like, oh, I was having a good time during this, like, shitty thing. Sure. Sure. So. Yeah. No, it's like that thing where you're like, okay, well, I feel bad. I feel like I'm supposed to feel bad. Why? Right. You don't need to fucking feel bad. Right. It's like, just because, like, who's judging me, right? No, it's (laughs) it's literally just you. I'm not going, wow, Sarah, I can't believe you're having such a good time right now. Yeah, like, I can't believe you're, like, laughing at this thing. Wow, we laughed. such an asshole. We laughed so much. Like, hmm, I don't think, I think you deserve to feel terrible. Right. Like, absolutely not. Like, that's, it's all on you. Yeah, it's like, And anybody who would feel that, like, fuck them. Like, that's an, that's so judgmental and so shitty. Right, and it's like, that's not a person that I want to be around anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah. Anyway, just gonna talk about that for a sec. Um, thanks, podcast. <laughs> thanks, small and the angsty podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Getting me through my shit. I'm gonna do both ends of this podcast. <laughs> the audience and the podcasting. Great. Um, yeah. That's all anybody wants. How are you? I'm okay. I'm... Yeah, I'm okay. I've been, like... I had a weird week of, like, a lot of solidarity, mm. which a lot of times, first of all, let me say, I love being alone. Fucking mm. love being alone. I'm absolutely an introvert at heart. Um, mm. Mm. I make a lot of self-deprecating jokes about, like, being single, but it's purely because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure if I ever start dating somebody ever again, which, like, doesn't really seem super likely at this point. See what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean... But, but also it doesn't seem super likely at this point. Um, I mean, I, not if it's something you, like, if you don't want it, then... <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Sarah? <laughs> you want to say about me being single? Yeah, I do. I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> Why did I get so squeaky? <laughs> 
I mean, I just think that, like, if you wanted to be in a relationship, you would be in a relationship, but you don't fucking want it, and so it's not necessary, and I think that it's been a really good, like, time of growth for you, and, like, why fucking, like, muddle that with, like, some person like just who you desperately don't, trying to be in a yeah, relationship. Yeah, like, that you don't, yeah. like, necessarily care that much about, or, like, that you could grow to care about, like, also, who fucking cares? Yeah. Fucking just okay. Well, I will. I will. I, I will jump on a tan of uh, on a societal tangent on this before I circle back to how I'm doing. Sorry. No, 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 no. Because I, I like I like this topic. I fully agree, a hundred percent. I do make a lot of self-deprecating jokes about being single because I haven't found somebody who like I feel like is worth dating. But like, exactly. it's also not an issue that I feel like I need to solve in my life. And because I'm in my fuck now going in, I'm heading into my late twenties, which is. Thing. Again, I, I, if anybody listens to this who's, like, over the age of 25, they're like, hey, fuck you, you're young, but, like, I Do know this. I am, but it's still it's still a weird moment when you go, okay, I'm getting older, like, actually, it's happening. Tweet us. Yeah. Let us know. Let's talk to us about how old you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm turning 27 in a couple weeks, and... Woo! Hey! Um... As I am getting older, I just don't fucking give a shit about dating to date. I've been in several serious relationships. I've dated enough. I know what I want in a person. And if anything, I'm frustrated that I haven't found anybody who I feel a connection to that I feel like is worth dating. Mm -hmm. But I'm not on a fucking mission 24-7 to find that person because, like, I've got other shit in my life that I care about and that's way more of a priority. And why go, okay, this thing's going to be super fulfilling to me so I have to solve that? No, there's so many other things that I have way more control over than who I'm dating. Well, and I just think that, like, for me, seeing you in, like, not being in a relationship is so, like, gratifying in a certain way because it's like I'm watching you grow and I'm watching you do your own fucking shit and like be independent and like and it's so not tied you, to another person not that person. you weren't independent before you know what I mean but it's yeah. just like it's such a different it's a different thing um and then I'm like I'm watching you like meet like make all these new friends and like hang out with new groups of people and yeah. like, put yourself out there and it's like oh, thanks Sarah <laughs> wow I'm just saying like I don't think that like I don't know. Like, I don't think that being single has to have this, like, negative no, it connotation that, like, honestly, we and, like, society put on it No, all. and, like, and I, I think that's the thing. Is some people are like, are you dating anybody? Or people will meet me, which, again, like, and this is a compliment where people meet me and they're like, you're great. Like, are you dating anybody? And I'm right. like, nope. <laughs> no one else thinks I'm great. Just you. But it's like, it's, but it's one like, of those but things that's the thing. Like, it's like, everybody thinks you're date. You're great. You're date. I'm Everyone thinks I'm date. <laughs> everyone thinks you're great. But it's like, the, the fact is... Is that nobody is great enough for you to date? <laughs> that's which I mean, it sounds way less egotistical when you say it, obviously. <laughs> but that's that is kind of how I feel. Where I'm like, you know what? Like, I would love to find somebody who I feel like brings me up and like meets me. But it's not. I feel like I've gotten so much out of doing that for myself, and sometimes. Often, a lot of the time, it's fucking exhausting, and sometimes I'm tired, and I don't want to be alone, and I just feel like, wow, if I had, like, a companion or someone Mm -hmm. I was dating, like, those moments would be so much fuller and, like... Or, like, easier. Yeah, and, like, I wouldn't feel the need to, like, you know, eat fucking potato chips at 2 a.m. because I feel sad, you know? (laughs) I mean... Listen, we all do that. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, like, like being in a relationship or not doesn't have anything to do. We're all gonna eat potato chips at two a.m. Um, <laughs> might be the title of the episode. Potato chips at two a.m. Potato chips at two a.m. I mean, first of all, who doesn't love potato chips at two a.m.? But like, I'd be eating potato chips at two a.m. with another person, which is a little less sad for some reason. But like, I mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily. It's not like like I mean look I I will say I feel like I've gotten a lot out of being single I don't think I've gotten all there is out of being single I don't think I've gotten all there is out of being in relationships right but I do feel like a lot of the friends that I've met and the close relationships that I've formed would not have happened had I been in a relationship because I would have been focusing my energy on that yes and because of that I've learned to become way more resourceful in terms of reaching out to people and having friendships and at this point in my life. Which is why I'm like, okay, it would be okay to date now, like, several years into being single. I do feel like I have a really great support system of, like, my friends and my people who mm-hmm. are there for me. Where and they're like, just yours. Yeah. And not As that I don't want to like, share them with anyone I'm dating, but it's like... No, for sure, but it's like, it's also just nice to have that support system that's like, it's 
Those are your people. Yeah. And they're solely yours. And because all these people have seen me being single and seeing me for who I am, single, like, ups and downs, and, like, it's not like, you know, it's not like I walk around not to circle back to anxiety and depression, not depressed all the time, but, like, sometimes I am really depressed, and sometimes that depression would be solved if I weren't single. Mm. I mean, you think that. <laughs> well, there. I think. I think there's another side to that too, where like there, there are depressions and anxieties and shit that comes from being in a relationship, and that is the one thing I don't miss about being in a relationship because I was constantly in a bad mood and constantly stressed out about things with the relationship. Right. And well, that I, that, I love about being single. But I mean, not only like depressions and anxiety that come with being in a relationship. I think that just like general depression and general anxiety that. Um, you know, you're going through and your partner might not be there for that or, like, might not understand sure. that completely. And so that makes it almost worse. Yeah. No, it adds a whole other layer to it. Exactly. Yeah. Because then it's like you're not being seen and you're not being heard in that struggle and you feel like you have this person with you that is supposed to be, you know, on your side and, like, and seeing you for everything, mm-hmm. but but they're not. Yeah. And so it's like... And so it's when you're going through that depression or you're going through that anxiety and that person is not there doesn't with you get it, and yeah. doesn't get it and is judging you. Like can't empathize with it. Yeah. yeah. And like maybe not judging you, but like you feel judged because of it. It almost makes right. it worse. Because then you feel like, can, yeah. Because then you feel more alone. Well, and then you kind of feel like you have to hide it. I mean, I've, I've been through that. So you definitely feel like you have to like hide it or like you have to adjust it to meet their needs. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's a whole thing. So, I mean, that part I don't miss. I don't really have to adjust to anything that I'm dealing with to meet anyone else's needs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think having having a pretty solitary week, uh, I definitely hit a point where I was severely anxious, and I was like, mm. honestly, I, like, checked on myself, and I was like, what the fuck is going on with myself? I feel terrible. And I was yeah. like, I think part of the reason I feel terrible is because... How do you do self-check-ins? Um, it depends. Sometimes I, like, I'll, like, sit down and, like, actually make myself journal, um... Mostly it's just mental where I'm like, I'm so anxious. I'm aware that this is happening. And again, you just kind of like break it down And I'm to just yourself. kind of like, all right, like what's going on? Like what can I do? I feel like I want to just like make seven breakfasts and like that's not normal. I'm not even hungry right now. God, like, I could go for seven breakfasts right now. Yeah, well, also, yeah. So, like, <laughs> um, that's a different story. Um, but that's the thing is like I go to, and I and I know this about myself. I know that like sometimes I just want to eat because eating makes me feel better. Because it's it, comforting. It's comforting. It's something I can do for myself. Um, it's a, like a creative expression for me if I'm cooking something, mm-hmm. which is also good. And it releases serotonin. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, borderline. I'm like, okay, well, what else releases serotonin for me? Because I'm not hungry right now, and I'm just going to that. And then I'm going to eat, and then most likely just feel bad that I, like, overate. I'm definitely an emotional eater. Sure. Um, But then I'll go to, like, okay, well, I feel like I need something. What do I need? Mm -hmm. What I actually need is fucking attention from another human being, and that is something that is often not in my control. Yeah. So then I'll start, like, reaching out to people. Um, sometimes I just can't decide what I want to do, which is just ADD, and sometimes my ADD very much manifests similar to my anxiety, so I, Mm. me self-checking in with that is, is a very key thing, because sometimes I'm like, I'm really anxious, I'm like, no, I'm actually not anxious, I'm having really bad ADD right now, and I can't organize my thoughts, and I can't figure out what I want to do, and I just Um. need to take a... I just need to take an Adderall and I'll be fine. How do you um, differentiate? I sometimes guess. I fuck up. Sometimes I can't. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I know when I've then taken the Adderall that I feel more anxious. I'm like, oh, that wasn't. Oh, that was that just wasn't anxiety. anxiety. That's just anxiety, yeah. which is dangerous because then I'm like, well, fuck. Now I feel worse because I took Adderall and I'm anxious. Yeah. Oh God. For anybody who's never taken Adderall, <laughs> if you have anxiety. Don't um, <laughs> prepare for your anxiety to Hit be fucking blasted yeah. because fucking, yeah, it's, I mean, I have, I don't, I mean, I don't have a prescription for Adderall, so, um, But she's taking it, she knows what Adderall does. Right, I mean, I've, you know, I take it because, you know, for whatever reason, um, very, various Listen, reasons. we're very transparent on this podcast. Like, various reasons. We're great influences. Um, but a lot of the time it does help me, like, my, my depression side of things Adderall helps with because it helps me have energy and it helps me, um, it, like, it's talk like talk to people and be social and, and like, you know. I don't want to sell Adderall on. Not at as all. like a, as like a, it'll solve all your problems, but it can, it, I mean, again, it's something I'm prescribed by a doctor, and shout out to the first doctor who gave it to me, because 
I thought I had this horrible debilitating anxiety and he listened to me and was like, this sounds like ADD. Please try this. And I was like, no, I don't think I have ADD. I've never been diagnosed with ADD. Like me thinking I'm a fucking expert. Like I'm like 20 years old. Like shut up, Sam. Um, 20 year old Sam. You don't know what you're talking about. God, 20 year old Sam. Shut up. For real. Get out of here. But this, but basically he was like, look, I'm going to give you a prescription. Try it. If it doesn't help, you don't ever have to take it again. But I think it'll help. And I took it and I was like, oh, this helps. Wow. So I luckily saw a doctor who was very proficient and very good at his job and knew that that was actually an issue. Like, heard what I was saying and really, like, dug past the level of anxiety and was Mm -hmm. like, you have ADD. Yeah. I also have an anxiety disorder on top of that. But, But, I mean, I think that that's... I mean, it's so important to, to, to like, be able to recognize that. I mean, I have I have friends who, you know, we've, like, taken Adderall before together or whatever for, you know, like, various reasons, like, for more energy or whatever. Yeah. They're, like, at a party, whatever the fuck. Like, recreationally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I have a friend who took it and, or I think we were doing, it was, like, five ants or something, whatever. It's, and, like, a very similar drug. Yeah. yeah. And she mellowed out. Yeah. And was like, I don't, I don't know why people like this. Like, she's like, I feel very, like, calm. <laughs> very chill. Yeah. And I was like, well, uh, that's because you, you, you have ADD. ADD. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's because the drug is actually working the way it's supposed yeah, to be it working. Doesn't, it doesn't know? make me hyper. Um, it, it will sometimes, like, make me have more energy but it's not actual energy it's like energized it's like sure because it makes my anxiety which is actually ADD go away where I all of a sudden can organize my thoughts and I can know what I want to do and I feel confident in my decisions so sometimes I think I'm anxious and depressed but I'm actually just having really bad ADD yeah um and then all of a sudden I'm told, and it's not like this mania where people who like take Adderall re- recreationally are like, I get this mania, I'm gonna do all these things. I'm like, no, I literally, I'm all of a sudden. I don't get like that at all. You probably have ADD. <laughs> like, I know you, you definitely have a little bit of ADD. I mean, like, for me, it just like makes me in a better mood. And like, it's, yeah, no, exactly. And like, and that's the thing, it's like, it makes me in a better mood because I'm not panicking about what the fuck I'm supposed to do or like yeah. how to organize my to do list or if I even feel like doing things. I'm like, and I think that is kind of how I def- how I do that check in of like if I can't figure out how I feel, it's probably ADD. Mm. When I can figure out how I feel, it's usually anxiety. When I yeah. can figure out like, okay, I'm anxious. This is making me uncomfortable. I do have general anxiety, but usually with my anxiety, there's something bothering me somewhere. Yeah. If there's if I'm just anxious for no reason, I'm all of a sudden like, okay, but like how do I feel? Is there something I want? Is there something like is there something triggering me in some sort of back corner of my mind? Mm-hmm. If there's not, it's usually ADD because then I'm like, I should do this. I should do this. Can I do this? I don't know. I don't feel like doing this. And there's also like this weird lethargy of like, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel motivated to do anything, but I'm kind of panicked about all the things I have to do where I'm like, that's probably ADD. Like that's yeah. like, I can't figure it out and everything scares me. That's yeah. like, that's more my ADD brain. For me, it's like, um, if I'm feeling anxious for seemingly no reason that I do the same thing I, I do like a self check-in and say like okay what am I what am I like afraid of or like what's what's happening right now like that I'm feeling this way um and a lot of the time it is just like well no I won't say a lot of the time some of the time mm-hmm. it is something that's triggering me to feel that way or it's something that's in the back of my mind or it's mm-hmm. something that I I know that I have to take care of or, or right. deal with but then there are times for sure where I'm just like Oh my god, I feel like I'm like so nervous right now, and I don't, I don't. I'm really, like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm like, what's what's happening? And I do like a self check in, and I'm just like, what's? Why do I feel like this? And I'm just like, there's. And you just like no, mentally check in. Yeah, I do a mental check in with myself, and I'm just like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Like, let's go through everything, everything in your life. Um, <laughs> go through your entire life, start from birth. Yeah, just sort through it all. Exactly. Mentally. <laughs> um, me- mentally, not out loud. Um, but where I'm like. I'm like, okay, so, okay, like, this happened today, this happened today, this happened today. Like, is there something outside, is there some kind of, like, outside factor that's um, affecting me? Sometimes there isn't. It's like, sometimes I'm just, like, I'm just fucking nervous for no reason. Yeah. And that's because I just have anxiety. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, a lot of the time, it is, I, like, when I do that mental check-in, and I'm like, oh, 
oh, that's right. Right. There's this thing. Yeah. And my body, for whatever reason, is choosing to focus on that thing Mm -hmm. and be nervous about it. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason, like, I'm not focusing on it. And sometimes, like, it's a thing where, like, I just need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, this week, I, my friend wasn't texting me back, um, because she had shit going on, and mentally, I was able to rationalize, like, she's got shit going on, mm-hmm. but it was still really bothering me. And I, like, finally, it was just like, I'm just gonna text her that it's bothering that she hasn't texted me back. And, like, I'm not good at doing, because, again, I hate confrontation, but right. I was basically like, hey... I know you have a lot going on. Um, it's really bothering me that you're not texting me back, and it actually is really hurting my feelings. And Damn, you said that? Yeah, I was, like, wow. super vulnerable about it. I was, I was like, it really hurts my feelings. That's fucking awesome that you... I don't, and I knew, like, do I don't do I could, that. I, wow, yeah, I, I like, don't do so that. much respect for you for doing that. I, it was a big thing for me, because it was, like, I mean, it's it was a good friend, and I, and I also, like, intellectually knew she had a lot going on. I... I intellectually knew it wasn't personal. Yeah. But emotionally, it still felt personal. And I knew that, like, I wasn't able to make that go away for myself. And I tried. Like, I journaled. I, like, tried to deal with it for myself. And I was like, I'm just going to fucking text her. Like, she's I honestly, one of my best friends. I have so much respect for you for saying that because <sighs> that's something that I I don't know if I, like, I don't know how I would handle that situation. And that's it's like, hard. That's the hardest thing to fucking it's, well, say, especially to a friend, like, Hey, this is hurting my feelings. It's it. I felt like I was in elementary school, but it went so fucking well, and I would encourage anybody to try it because basically, and I totally owned up to where I was at with it too. I wasn't just like, it's hurting my feelings that you're not texting me back. Sure. I literally was like, it's hurting my feelings. I know you have a lot going on. Like I met her where she was at, mm-hmm. and I was like, I understand you have a lot going on. I, I, I know it's probably not personal. I really don't want this to become a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know. It's kind this of, is how I'm it's feeling. kind of hurting my feelings. I see that like you've looked at my Instagram story, so I know you're on your phone. Like mm. it's just it's just kind of bothering me. Um, wow! And I've, she geez. immediately texted me back and was like, "I have so much going on right now. It's totally not personal. Unless I'm like on the toilet mindlessly looking through my Instagram story, like I'm not like I'm just I'm just running around like crazy. Like I'm really sorry." And I was like, immediately like just hearing back from her and her just being like and her just acknowledging that mm-hmm. I was completely emotionally fine with it and I was like totally fine 100% get that that's literally all I needed to hear because that literally was all I needed to hear yeah I didn't need to have a confrontation about it and I didn't address it in a way that I needed to have a confrontation about it yeah or tell her what or tell her what to do I was just like it's making me feel anxious and insecure and if you had just texted me and been like Sorry, like, whatever. I'll text you later. I'm, I've, I have a lot going on. I would have been fine. But because of where I was at in my day-to-day life, which was, like, alone all the time and mm. trying to get shit done, having a friend who I talked to about some stuff not really respond to me was really, really bugging me. Yeah. So to literally just have her acknowledge, I was like, wow, I should just fucking tell people how I'm feeling more often. Well, I think it's a really good lesson in advocating for yourself. And, and it's also like, just, like, like advocating for yourself is such a word that we use, like, in my work all mm-hmm. the time. Um, but I think that it's it's something that we need, we need, like, you have to advocate for yourself because otherwise you would have just been stuck with that shitty feeling. Which I had been for, like, hours and it was really fucking affecting me. Yeah, and so it's, like, to advocate for yourself and be like, hey, this is bothering me. Yeah. And then you felt immediately better afterward. Well, and I think that's the thing is, like, and this is someone I've been friends with a long time, so I think with friends who I've known longer, I struggle with it more because, like, I, and, I, and this is, like, how I processed it at the time. I was like, if this was someone who I just met, I would probably just put this emotional distance there and be like, well, they're not good at texting. They're not there sure. for me. They don't like... I would I would have made up a whole fucking story about it. You would have made up it. excuses for that person. Exactly, and let it go and been like, well, fuck them, like, write them off. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, like, fuck them, but I would have I put an emotional distance with, like, what I want from them as and a friend. And been like, oh, well, this is fine because I don't really know this person, so whatever, anyway. But with someone I know, like, it's different, and I, I have different expectations, which yeah. I think is fair and happens over time. Um, well, because when you know somebody, you know what their responses are like and you know what to expect from them right and like I don't and again like I don't need people to text me back immediately or like constant response but I it was a thing that was for whatever and there were there's probably days where like I'm not a great texter with her but if she just had said the same thing to me I would have been immediately had the same reaction that she Mm -hmm. did with me but I think with older friends it's a little different because I 
I'm not going to write them off. And I know that I'm not going to write them off. Yeah. So it's very easy for me to talk myself out of that kind of confrontation and be like, I don't need to text them because like, what am I going to do? Like write them off, write them out of my life. No, like there's no end game to this, but like, well, because it doesn't need to be an end game. No. And like, I don't, you don't need to brush it under the rug either. Like the only thing that's going to do is like make our friendship better in the future. And it really wasn't, it, it, the only reason it wasn't a big deal is because I decided that it wasn't a big deal, but it, I still needed to, to put, to put a voice to it. Well, and I think that it, it, you run the risk of making it a big deal if it bubbles up under the surface. Because then you, you just don't... sit on it, and then you're yeah. like waiting for more shit for that person to do, and then ultimately you're you and then are you're like, responsible for you did this, up. this, and this, and then that's where resentment comes in. And they don't, and they don't know. Like I mean, and she literally said she was like, "I'm really glad you said something because it's not personal at all." And I was like, "That's literally all I needed to hear." Like we're totally good now. Yeah. And if anything, like I felt way closer to her after that because I had been really vulnerable, and it was met so well because it was someone I I knew really well. Yeah. Exactly. Which was hard for me, because that's definitely not my go-to. It's definitely my go-to to be like, I know this person has a lot going on, like, I need to bottle it up and shut the fuck up and not that's be That's my go-to, absolutely. Yeah, entirely. Like, all the time. Like, I just, I'm like, I'm just like, oh, this person has a lot going on? Like, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm gonna just do my, do my thing, because they're doing their thing, and so, it's whatever. It's so much better to break out of that. Like, so much better to break out of that. I and, really, like, and just I'm talk to someone about very it. proud of you for that, because I think that that's really cool. Thank you. It was hard. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, that was, that was, like, my biggest lesson of the week, is, like, just fucking tell, like, especially with your friends, like, especially with old friends, like, just fucking... Well, I think that, like, a lot of the time, it's really hard to, it's, it's almost harder to talk to your, your friends or the people that are closest to you as opposed to talking to a stranger or, like, somebody who doesn't know as much about your well, situation. Well, it's easier to write off their response. Absolutely. If it's not what you want to hear. Absolutely. It's really hard to open up and, and be judged or, you know, by somebody who you've known forever and, like, respect and... I think that that's so much well, harder. Well, those people who, like, see you and really see you, like, those are the people who, at least for me, like, I'm most afraid of seeing me negatively or see, or them seeing me the way that I see myself some of the time. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want you to think, like, I mean, it's a cheesy example, but, like, when you were like, people like you, I'm like, oh, well, you're one of my best friends, so if you say that people like me, then, like, they must actually like me. Right. I don't walk around going, people like me yeah. at all. I'm incredibly insecure. So, like, hearing that, I'm like... Like, for you, that's such an obvious thing, but for me, I'm like, oh, they do? That's right. Weird. That's why I was like, that's why, when I told you that, I was like, I need you to stop. Yeah. And you just stop what you're doing, because I know you're going to fucking write this off. Yeah, of course. And I was like, I need you to stop, and you need you to focus on what I'm saying, because people like you. Right. And it's like, for me, obviously, like, I love you, so yeah. it's like an obvious thing for me, but I, like, knowing you, and in doing and you've this been podcast, around other and like, in, yeah, exactly, yeah. and in doing this journey that we've like you know been on together that it's like I it's you know I know that you need to hear that right because you don't realize it for yourself no and it's I think I think to protect myself I'm someone who tells myself that people don't like exactly like that's that's definitely something that I take on as a burden for myself to protect myself as I tell myself people don't really like some people like me sure and I know that there are people who like me a lot but I I'm consistently surprised when people like me. I'm the same way because when my, like, for example, um, after my mom died, I was home for a month and I, my birthday happened within that month. And this is is kind of a tangent, but stay with me. Um, (laughs) um, but when I got back, my friends threw me a big surprise party and I walked in and they yelled surprise. And I literally looked around and I was like, whose birthday is it? Right. Because I had no, and then I looked up and they had a sign for me and I fell on the ground and started crying because oh, I yeah, was Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I would have bawled. And I started, like the entire night, I kept telling everybody, I was like, I didn't think anybody liked me this much. <laughs> right. And they were just like, what are you fucking talking about, you idiot? Like, yeah. we love you. Like, yeah. of course we love you. And like, I'm sure that like for them, that's like, you know, not the greatest thing to hear when you're, when you're like, I didn't think you liked me. And it's like... Fucking course I like you. Like, I, I mean, I think that's the hard thing is I think you have to realize that people are empathetic to that because I think a lot of people walk around worrying about who likes them and who doesn't. And I think for me, like, I like so many people so deeply and mm-hmm. so genuinely appreciate others and, like, of course want to be appreciated in the same way, but it, that's it's not... I don't like other people so that I am appreciated in the same way. So, I mean, I think for me, yeah, like, 
I think of you as someone who people fucking love and think is great. And, like, you're one of my favorite people to introduce to anyone else. Because, like, I know you're going to love Sarah. Like, you're going to love Sarah when you love me. Sarah's fucking great. Like, right. It's, like, today, like, it's I, obvious. I was, like, I was, like, oh, Sam's coming. Sam's going to fix everything. And, like, <laughs> Sam's going to save the day. And then, like, obviously my friend was, like, I, I, I love you. Like, no, and I understand, like, when you say it, like, because I had texted you saying, like, I'm obsessed with you. And he goes, I, I understand what Sarah's saying. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, and I think that's so nice, like, when you do introduce your friends to each other. And they vibe. And, well, it's, it's like, one of those weird, and again, me being insecure, I'm always like, do you guys like each other more than you like me? Right. Like, but you, like, sure. see it happen. I, I mean, I introduced you to one of my good friends recently, and, like, you guys got along so well, and I knew you were going to, which is why I introduced you, because I'd been talking about this friend for a while, and I'd been talking about you to her, and you guys met, and she literally, like as a joke, like, blew me off, like, walking past me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sarah, which yeah. is hilarious, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's great when you can build a network of just good fucking people, and the more secure you can be in your friendships and in the relationships that you have around you and the way that your friends feel about you, the more comfortable you can be letting your friends branch off into their own relationships with each other. Yeah. Um, well, it's that's, like, I think that's that- hard. It's hard, it's hard to see that kind of connection when you're like, I don't know, like, do we have that same kind of connection? But well, I and think also, that, like, not internalize it in a way. Yeah. Because, because, honestly, most of the time it's not about you. I mean, I recently made a friend who I made through another friend, and we probably hit it off a little more eventually, yeah. and I think that was really hard for my other friend. And I think that it can be really hard, but I know that for me, like, when I, when I introduce friends... And they hit it off together, and they're, like, having a really good time, and, like, they're really vibing, and I'm sitting there watching them, like, together. I'm, like, a pig in shit. Like, I'm sitting there right. just, like, I'm just, like, I knew it. Like, yeah. I fucking knew that, like, I love this person, and I love this person. I knew that they would love each other. Right. And, like, you're, like, I'm sitting there just, like, this is awesome. Like, it's, like. It is. It's so feeding, great. like, into, it's, like, it's, like, an egotistical thing for sure. Oh. Because it's just, like. Like, I pick really good people. Which, in a weird way, is kind of, like, the best way to, I think, take a situation like that. Because it is. It's, like, one of those things where, you're like, I love you both so yeah. fucking much. And I'm, like, and I knew that you guys would love each other. Well, And, I and here you are, I definitely had loving each other. when I introduced you guys the other day, where, like, we were talking about, like, shit in my life. And, like, you both had totally different reactions exactly. to the things that I was telling you. But, like, it just, like, seeing that objectively was, like, you guys are fucking great people. Who, well, like, it's, like, it's nice awesome. because it's, like, oh, I... I have these two perspectives, and now, like, these two people get to come to meet to, like... And, like, catch each other's perspective. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and so yeah. it's, like, I just think that it's such a cool... I don't know. I think it's such a cool thing, like, to have, like... I mean, and that's how it should be, is, like, take your... Like, put your ego aside and fill your life with good people. Yeah. Well, because it's, like, I've known you for years. For a long and so time, it's, like... Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, and this is, like, a point on this, is... We knew each other for years, but granted, like, we were a lot younger, but, like, we couldn't put our own fucking egos aside to realize that we would have been great fucking friends for each other. Yeah. Four years before we actually were really good friends exactly. for each other. Exactly. But we were both insecure and guarded and jaded and had giant walls up, so yep. we didn't become better friends for a yeah. while. And we held ourselves back from that, and then it took yeah. it took a long time for us to finally realize, like, break down each other's walls and break down our own walls and be like, It was oh, like a fuck. happy accident. I'm still, like, I don't even understand how we became friends. We just fell into it. It was like, it really, really, really like, was. It was like, oh, oh, we're, like, actually really close now all of a sudden. Yeah, it was like, oh. Five years into knowing it was like oh all this shit and then we kind of sat and realized like oh we've been through all this shit together like oh we're a lot closer than we thought we were yeah um but like I was gonna say like when you introduced me to your friend that we were talking about like it's I think it's easy for people to feel jealous or to feel guarded because it's like yeah you're my friend you know whatever right you're Um, my friend yeah but for me it was like I was so excited because I've heard you talk about this person. I've, mm-hmm. You you existed with this person and, like, did so much stuff with this person. Right. That I was, like, I'm so excited to just meet this person and, like, find out, like, you know, like, their 
their thing and like and be yeah. because I was like, well, if you're advocating so hard for this person, like, like they I'm must gonna be like cool, them. yeah, yeah. And so it's like it's hard for me to feel jealous in those situations when I'm just like I'm so excited to meet this person, and then exactly like we said, like. Oh, yeah, she, she clearly felt the same exact way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, we met, and we both were just like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're cool. Great. Yeah, like, this is, this great. is great. And so it was like, even though it was like, the three of us, and there was so much room for the two of you to be, like, going off on a tangent, or the two of us to be going off on a tangent about something, yeah. it was not at all like that. And yeah. it was very much just like... A mutual like coming together of like no nothing ever felt like clicky in the conversation exactly of, like, exactly it was, just it was like we were all just like very supportive yeah like yeah. all just talking about stuff that like we all agreed about and like we're just like it was Which just is, I mean, it was it, cool it's, it's like such a nice it's feeling. very rare to find people who you genuinely vibe with and I think for me like I get very excited when I meet someone I'm like you would love this friend like, which I mean honestly like it's it's sort of a weird egotistical thing for me to be like. Yeah, like, I get really excited about introducing you to people because you're so similar to me, so it's so easy for me to be like, you're gonna love my friend Sarah because yeah. you're like, well, fucking obviously, like, we're the same goddamn person. Well, like, today when you time. met, when you met my friend today and he was just like, he's like, I love her. I'm like, yeah, obviously. You were like, we're, I'm like, we're yeah, really similar. You're welcome. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, you're fucking welcome for the great friend find. Like, yeah, like, I'm just like a gayer version of you. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I, I just think it's cool when... People can just, like, put their bullshit aside and fucking, like... And just, just be vibe out. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's... That's that's my biggest takeaway is vulnerability this week uh, paid off really well in this instance. It also paid off in me reaching out to certain friends and um, just hanging out with people. Because mm-hmm. I did finally kind of reach a point where I was like, I've been alone for too long. Like... What I need is human fucking interaction because I've been alone in my own head too long and now I'm not productive anymore. And sometimes for me to feel motivated to do things... Again, I am very much an introvert and I am very productive in solitude a lot of the time, but that does need to be balanced with social interaction. Yeah. Like, we've spent the whole day together. Tomorrow I will get so fucking much done because I've had a full day of just socializing. Well, and I I think that, like, for me, I think that I... I internalize everything and I, I, I beat myself up all the time and I'm, I'm so in my own head about everything. And so actually being able to talk to you about things today, like earlier and like, and being able to be open and like talk about what's going on in my life. Sarah was very vulnerable today and Sarah's (laughs) not good at being vulnerable. Not at all. And so it was, it was just Sarah really, really hard for me. But also I was just like, I haven't had anybody to talk to about this kind of stuff because I, I don't let myself. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, I feel like you actually do have people to talk to, but you tell yourself that you don't. I do have people to talk to, but I don't let them in. Right. And so like for me today, I was just like, it's, I was like, this is eating me up inside and I need, you just need to, I need to like talk about it. And so we had this really, really amazing conversation that like I needed to have and like Sam gave me a little bit of tough love and like that is so important to me because I'm because when you just compartmentalize everything in your own brain it's so hard for you to objectively look at things no you you can't and so for if to you're get, emotionally tied to any situation in your life you are not being objective yeah which is fine exactly. and that's normal but don't trick yourself into thinking that you're being objective because you're not exactly and I think that that's what I was kind of doing because I was just going through it myself and not getting any kind of perspective or any outside, like, anything. And so to have an, just, like, another person come in and be like, well, from my experience, like, what I see with you and, like, mm-hmm. this is how I see it. It just, it was so nice to just get, like, that other perspective and, like, a fresh look at everything. Yeah. And not only that, but just to just fucking, like, talk about it. Sometimes you out just loud. need to fucking talk about it. Because, like, just I just, I'm it. so bad at talking about stuff like that, and I'm just, I'm so, and well, I'm just, like, I'm so you, internal about everything. Well, you're bad at doing anything that's uncomfortable. Yes. And I feel like you're someone who is good at having an appearance of, like, everything's fine, and, like, there's even times where, like, I've asked you, like, how is this? And you're like, well, that's good, and you, like, justify it, and I'm like, okay, you're justifying that for you, not for me. I don't give yeah. a shit. Like, exactly. whatever. Like, I think that for me, it's hard for me to... It's hard to understand that people can look at your life, like, objectively. Well, and... And be like, I don't have any stake in this. Because, like, 
for me, like, I, it's a very selfish, like, egotistical thing being like, well, everybody has an opinion and, like, you know. Well, and I think there's one of those things where, I mean, hopefully you have intelligent enough friends who, just to fucking toot my own horn, like, like me, I can look at things that you do and recognize the difference between my emotional response to it and what's actually happening and, like, mm-hmm. what's factual and, like, what's a judgment and, like, I don't, First of all, I, I don't judge you for fucking anything that you do. Right. Like, I totally get it 100%. Like, it's easy for me to empathize with you because we do run relatively emotionally similar in most yeah. areas. But, like... I mean, it's like... And it's like, you're one of the few people that I could ever call and be like, I'm really fucking up right now, and yeah. I need you to come get me. Right, and I'm like, okay. I mean, I offered to come get you before you even asked. Exactly. And I was like, um, I'll come get you. I'm literally not doing anything right now. Well, and when now. you said that, I was just like... I was like, that's... That's even an option? Like, yeah, what? Yeah, your reaction was ridiculous, and I was like, literally, it's, I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah, I will get you, like, it's fine. It's, I think it's, it's hard for me to, sometimes to, I, to remember and to realize that, like, people have your back. Yeah, exactly. It's, I think that I spend so much time having my own back. Yes. And, and doing my own thing all the time, and, mm-hmm. and thinking that people are going to judge me for this decision, or whatever I'm doing, um, because I'm like, I'm. I don't know. It's like it's hard for me to then be like, "Hey, I it's need okay help. to let someone yeah. catch you sometimes," and and we all have to. Honestly, like we have to, and hopefully, like like with friends, like you should surround yourself with people who are healthy enough in their own right to not start to like projection on you or like overextend into you, like. Don't get me wrong, like, I get fulfillment out of, like, being needed and, like, being a helpful friend. But, like, I'm not gonna, like, go fucking define my life by it. Right. Like, at this point in my life, sure, four years ago that might have been a different story, but I think it's also, I mean, even in the vulnerability of me just telling my friend that she was hurting my feelings but not responding to me, which, to me, I'm judging that going, this is really selfish and immature, and also going with this fear that I have that she could then read the text I sent her and go, well, that's selfish and immature of a response to have. But, the, but she didn't. But, yeah, That exactly. wasn't her response. She knows me. She's my friend. And she was like, I'm glad you said something because that's not where I'm coming from. And now I can tell yes. you that because she cares about me and she's my friend and she's able to look at that and go, I don't want you to feel bad about that. That's not where I'm coming from. And I'm more than happy to tell you that that's not where I'm coming from. But she's also not so you know, needed in my life where she's going to then put everything aside and then center her life around making me feel better. Sure. She's just like, I'm telling you that's not what it is. Like, take it or leave it, Sam. And I'm, I'm going, no, 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 I'll take it. That's totally fine. I get it. We're good. Yeah. Done. Like, no issue. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, it's just healthy communicating. Yeah. And it's like, for me, I think that I just, I'm so bad at communication most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that most of my life I've just been so about myself and so like I, I I don't often feel like I have other people mm-hmm. because I'm so I don't want to say like self-involved but like at the same time I feel like I, I I rely on myself so much yeah and you definitely rely on yourself more than you need to exactly I think. yeah for exactly. sure and so when somebody else comes through and is like no dude like I have your back right it's always like oh fuck yeah, I do have this community. I do have this network of people and having that a I can call for anything. Important. And like when I'm like sitting there judging the fuck out of myself for something, there's somebody who is an outside spectator who is like, "You don't need to judge yourself this hard." Um, and like, this is my opinion on it, and you you can take it or leave it, or like, this is like, I'm I'm just here to help you. Yeah. And it's really, it's like, it's so, it's just nice. <laughs> no, it totally is. To remember that because I've been like these past few months, I think I've been just really holding a lot in. Um, and mm-hmm. to have that conversation in the car earlier, it was just like, ugh. It just felt well, like you this, don't, like, you don't need to hold that much in. I think, I think the thing is too, I think it's easy for us to feel like we need to hold so much in because it's eating up at us so much and you're like, well, I don't want my friend time to be used by me just bitching about myself or me right. talking about myself. Yeah, exactly. But what happens with me is I'll go through this, like, long period of time where I won't talk about myself and I won't bitch about myself and I won't say anything that I feel like I need to say or, or anything that I'm feeling. And then I hit a point where that's all I can fucking talk about mm-hmm. and then I'm annoying and I'm super needy. So it's it's striking that balance and, and I think 
again, I always watch, like, self-awareness is really important, but it's, it's important to know and, and do those check-ins with yourself where you're like, okay, what do I need from someone else? Because I think as someone who's single, I don't have a built-in check-in with another person at the end of the day or at any point in the day. But not only being single, like, in a relationship, you don't necessarily either. No, not necessarily. No, but I mean, I think, I think for a lot of people in relationships, it's easy to be like, well, my partner's away right now, so now I don't have that. But, like, normally I do. Like, for me, I don't have that ever, so it's constantly a thing that I have to solve. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, a just, like, on occasion thing. So I think not putting all of that on, like, one friend and not, and, like, knowing when to go to different friends. And sometimes I do just need to send one text message and be like, I'm nervous about this thing I'm doing right now. I'm just telling one person about it because, mm-hmm. like, I want to fucking talk about it. And that's fine. There doesn't need to be a deeper level to it than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes there is a deeper level to it and it is something I really need to talk about and I think there's a lot of value in going hey and this is something I've really been working on the last couple months going hey like I am dealing with something right now I really need to talk about it do you have a second Mm -hmm. can you be a friend for me right now or just like can't wait to tell you about this thing I'm dealing with because holy shit that was like like, this morning when I was I you were texting me like when are you coming over today and I was like listen yeah (laughs) it's like oh okay I was like I was like there's a lot of shit that is happening in this very moment, and... Yeah. And it was, like, it, and just to, like, to your point, like, just to remember that, like, I have people that I can say that to. Right. And, like, reach out to you, because I feel like I've been, I've just been dealing with this on my own mm-hmm. for the past, like, few months, and so it's been, like, well, it's been really Well, getting stuck in your head on anything like, you're dealing with, like, that feels so much I worse. Don't get, yeah, I don't get, yeah, I don't have, like, a fresh perspective or anything. Well, and I think it's good to remember that, like... I'm so judgmental. Yeah. About everything, you know what I mean? Like, that I'm doing. Of course. I'm so judgmental about everything, yeah, that I'm I'm doing, and so I'm, like, like, I'm doing this thing again, like, you fucking up, like, whatever. But, and so it's, like, to have somebody else be, like, look, this is how I see it, and, like, I know you, and this is what, this is what I see is happening. And then to be, like, oh, fuck, yeah, like, there's an outside perspective that is probably... A little more truthful and less emotionally Yes, exactly. Like, just, like, fact-based. I think... I mean, I talked about this on the podcast a a couple months ago, but, I mean, I was being self-destructive, and at some point, it just kind of collapsed and admitted exactly what I was doing to a friend, and was like, I don't actually need anything from you right now. Like, I'm just telling you this is going on, because I feel like I need to tell somebody. Yeah. And thank God I had that instinct, because just in telling her... I then really broke a lot of bad habits for myself just because putting a voice to it made me feel less alone and make and me feeling less alone in the shit that I was dealing with, that in itself made me less inclined to be self-destructive. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there are other options. I have people who are here for me who aren't going to, like, overly internalize all my issues. I think that's the other thing, too, is at least for me, like, I've had traumatic experiences, um, and I don't use that word lightly, um... Or, like, frivolously. I've had traumatic experiences in the past, in my early 20s and my late teens, with friends not being equipped to handle my shit, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, To summarize things. Um, And I think as I've gotten older, I had a friend kind of, the same friend, kind of be like, yeah, but, like, we're older and, like... I don't need to fix you. Like, it's not yeah. a, like, like, we're, like, we're just, like, at a different point in our lives now. I think, so I think, like, as you get older, that does change. And, like, just kind of knowing which of your friends are whole people on their own and are able, and also, I think also, like, not asking your friends to fix you is a big thing. Right. a big part of that, too. Is like, I'm, I'm more mature now. Like, what I'm actually asking for is, is more of a sounding board and it's not, you know, a band-aid. I'm literally just going, I'm telling you what's happening so that someone knows what's happening because yeah. I don't think I'm equipped to deal with it in my head all the time. Exactly. I, I just want to know that I'm not alone and that's it. Yeah. It's like, I just need to bounce something off of you and I don't need you to try to fix it. I don't need you to try to, like, make things better. I no, just, but, like, maybe I come over at 2 a.m. To... and eat, then, like, eat potato chips with me and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just need to, like, I just need for somebody to fucking hear it. Yeah. It's not going to change anything, and I think, like... I mean, it, like, in listening to you, like, I'm not going to be like, this is how you fix all your problems, Sarah, because I don't fucking know. Like, right. I can give you my opinion, but at the end of the day, it's it's literally just my opinion. Like, it's like, it's my life at the end of the day. It's my shit that I'm dealing with, and it's, and it's not, just, and it's just here nice no matter what. Finally, like, yeah, exactly. Don't it's fuck just me nice over, and we're good. <laughs> well, and I told you, like, when we were texting this morning, I was like, I am really 
judge you? I was like, I, I was like, please don't like, don't judge me. And you were like, why would I judge you? Like, you're my friend. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's all I needed to hear. Right. Like, just for somebody to not judge me because I'm judging the fuck out of myself. Complete. And we all are all the time. I spend most... I spend so much time judging myself, and it's my biggest issue, and it's... It's t- it's terrible, and it feels shitty, and it's absolutely my biggest problem and the thing that I need to break out of, uh, and it's probably the thing that most people need to break out of. Sure, but... absolutely. It's like, it's so... But that's but what so... friends are for. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so to it's... just be able to open up and, like, express what's actually happening, and I, like, cried. Yeah, you <laughs> cried like... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> which I fully did not acknowledge. I was like, yeah, she's bawling her ass. I don't think you're I know, no, but which is, like, what I needed. I was like, I didn't need somebody to sit there and be like, oh, you're crying? Like, are you okay? I'm because like, that just no, makes not so much okay. worse. God, when you're crying and someone's like, oh, now you're, oh, you're crying. Oh, it's serious. Yeah, now like, it's serious. I'm like, do you know how comfortable it is to fucking cry? Like, yeah, sometimes exactly. it just I happens. Was just like, well, I was just, like, sitting there, and I was like, I'm still fucking talking about my point, and this sucks. I'm crying, like, but, you can't like, I don't need it. somebody to fucking, like, acknowledge my tears. No. Like, and so it was just nice. Anyway. Yeah. It was just nice to fucking finally be able to express what I've been going through. And we all need to sometimes. Like, and a lot of, I, I think on the other side of that, as the friend in the situation that we speak of, I think it's also important to realize, like, sometimes you don't have all the answers. You yeah. It's not your job to have all the answers. It's not at all your job to have all the it's answers. It's your, it's your job to just listen. Just listen, and that's it. And, like, do I wish I had all the answers? Yes, because you're my friend, and I love you, and I want to make your life easier. But, like, all I can do is listen to what you say, and sometimes being there to listen to what someone has to say is of so much more value than of any kind of solution you could spit back at somebody. Yes. So. Well, and sometimes it's just nice. Like, it was so nice for me to just be like, I don't fucking know. And you and for you to just be like, I don't know, man. <laughs> right. And just be like And just be like, neither of us fucking knows. No, anything. And like and sometimes it's okay to not know. And it feels so much more okay to not know when someone else goes, I don't know either. Neither one of us knows. Great. Start there. Yeah. Like yes. don't try to fucking solve it. Just it's okay to not know. Like live in ambiguity sometimes. It's super uncomfortable. It's so much less uncomfortable if someone's there to like hold your hand or pick you up once in a while. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. And that's it. The end. That's the end of the podcast. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what's 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 positive when we're like reaching the hour mark ish? Um. I had a really good trip. Yeah. With, work. Yeah. Work stuff. I love my job. Uh, <laughs> like it's just so nice to be able to say hire me. But I genuinely fucking love my job. It's like I never, ever, ever in my life it is great. Yeah. Did I think I would ever even say that necessarily? Yeah. And it's just like I love my coworkers. I love my job. Yeah. And it's just like I. It was so hard for me to come home because I knew I had a lot of stuff that I was walking into. Right, works an escape. Yeah. And so yes, it felt like an escape, and it was just like the night. It was just. Nice. Mm-hmm. To fucking be away and, like, focusing my positive energy on kids that needed it, needed it, wow. Needed it, needed it, needed it, needed needed positive energy. Yeah. Um, and then they were giving me their positive energy back. Which is so on theme with this episode. Yes. <laughs> so. That's great. That was good. I didn't want to come home, but I'm here. And it's fine. What's your good thing? Um, my good thing is, uh, I feel like I already said one, but I don't want to cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been, like, really practicing, um, putting myself out there and, like, dealing with insecurities in that way. Mm -hmm. And, like, because I've spent so much time alone, like, that's been a little harder Um, With, like, prioritizing things with people. And I think just experiencing slightly less social anxiety in social situations is, like, my positive thing. Because there's a lot of times I have, like, anticipated social anxiety where I'm like, I'm going to be really awkward and this is going to be really uncomfortable. And then I go and I'm actually fine. Yeah. Like, that's that's happened a couple times this week where I'm like, I'm nervous to do this thing. And then I go and I'm like, 
oh, I'm totally, like, it's a habitual thing where I get afraid of the way that I used to feel, mm-hmm. and, like, I think kind of seeing that growth in myself is, has been kind of cool this week. Yeah, that's awesome. It still makes me uncomfortable, and I'm sure it'll continue to happen for a while, but, like, Obviously, but, like, also it's just nice to recognize that growth. Yeah, and it's, it's motivating, and it makes me feel good about, like, the work that I'm doing and, like, collaborating with other people right now, mm-hmm. um, and I am trying to dig into, like, Maybe people do like me. Um, like, maybe that could be a fact. I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe I could believe that. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, like that's that's like ultimately what I'm working towards. Um, yeah. And like, not just like people like me. Like, I, like people who know me. I want to like me and like want to like value me and like want to have me around. Like, that's like that's what matters to me, really. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think feeling that is like a truthful thing is. Like, ultimately, my, like, the, like, you know, the end goal, I guess, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, it's nice when anytime, like, that's been reflected back at me, which has happened a couple times this week, which that's is, awesome. which has been a nice juxtaposition to just constant social anxiety all the fucking time. Right. Um, so yeah. So it's nice to have, like, your, it's, like, it's nice to be validated in a way that's positive as opposed to, like, I have social anxiety and this is, oh, get, I get why I have social anxiety now. Totally, exactly. As opposed to being, like... Oh, I have social anxiety. I have anxiety going to this thing. That was actually pretty cool. Right. And I'm like, oh, actually, like, I'm fine. Like, mm-hmm. people like me. Like, I do have value. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I'm the one stripping it away from myself. It's actually not other people. Like, it is. It's, it's me. Yeah. Um. Yes. So I think, like, the more I can, like, find ways to hold my ground in that has been, have been good. I, what is... What are words? What are words? Words don't oh. matter. Nothing matters. I need, I need another drink. Anyway. Uh, um, anyway. We're the small and the angsty. Um, write us a review if you're, if you've listened to like more than a couple episodes. If you can take literally like 30 seconds and write us something, literally anything on iTunes, that would be and awesome. And we really, really want suggestions of like from people of what to talk about. Yeah. If you have so, a burning question. If you have um, any questions, if you have any kind of topic that you think that we should cover... Yeah, write a comment on an Instagram post. Yeah, like send we, us a we want to know. We really want to know. Message us on Facebook. A hundred percent fucking Circle address into it. it. Yeah. So um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, at the small angsty on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I've been trying to be better about Twitter. I mean, look, we're all trying to be better in general. That's yeah. the point of the podcast. That's so true. Okay, bye. All right, take care of yourselves. Bye. <laughs>